Hello, 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 and welcome back to a new season um, of the Premier League and also Cheap Seats. So, welcome back to the 2023-2024 Premier League season, but also it means that's a 2023-24 edition of Cheap Seats. This is the episode a day before the Premier League starts, which means we're going to be Going to the gang, we've got the guys back. We're going to be talking to them about what they expect for their teams, what they expect to see in the new season. This is where you predict Harry Kane to score probably one goal, then go to Bayern Munich, <laughs> or score no goals and then leave. This is the, the this is the um, show where you realize that Declan Rice might just be a flop and it might be undercooked, you know, that rice that's undercooked, you know, you never know. Uh, still a little bit wet. This is where you realize that uh, Eric Ten Hag bought the wrong striker. Uh, maybe he did think that Hoyland is close to Haaland. So, yeah, and this is the, this is the show where you realize that Chelsea... Oh, Chelsea. Might just... <laughs> oh, Chelsea, too. Yeah. So, welcome back. We're back for the new season. Um, we're so excited um, about this, and if you want to follow us on X, not on Twitter, uh, you can follow all the guys' um, Twitter handles there on X. Actually, X handles. X, X handles. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> it's That's weird. the word you're anyway, looking for. That thing that Elon Musk does. Uh, so if you want to chat to us and talk to us um, about that, please do, as always, subscribe to the One World Sports Radio channel where we're on. And yeah. Let's get going. So, at the beginning of every season, we do an expectations and a predictions pod so we can hold people accountable. We can always roll back the tape or you can roll back the tape. The rest of us will just be like, well, you said this um, on the first weekend. What's going on now? So, that's why we do it. And we try to set a baseline for expectations so we know when guys are going through the most, you'll be like, but you did say that you were not going to make Europa, that it was a reset year and this was it. And yeah, so that's what expectations are. But it also brings optimism for us, the Arsenal fans. Um, we've got a trophy already, so hoping that maybe. Oh, so that's yes. what it is. <laughs> all so, important. Yeah, look, Community Shield is super important. The fifth trophy. The fifth trophy in this whole thing. Um, so, the question we're asking today is, what will make a successful season? We're going to go around the room, um, get guys going, um, but essentially, that's what it is. So, I'm going to ask each of you when I go to you um, how you're doing and everything else, and we're going to get into that as we go. We've got quite a lot to, 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 to talk about. So, I'm going to start with Man City, but I'm going to go with Cyrus. Cyrus, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's, it's been too long. Although, weirdly, it feels as if there was no off-season, right? Like, it yeah, feels no. as if we've gone straight into the season has just come back. I think with um, the um, preseason friendlies happening, it doesn't feel like we, we've died slowly and painfully. We were it's just like a... in limbo. The great thing is that soccer players are now emulating my work schedule, so they actually don't go and leave. They take two <laughs> weeks off, and then they get back to work. And so it's like a 12-month thing now. It's no longer you like... You can't, a... can't stop making money. That's basically it. And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, as the Saudis have showed us, money never sleeps. So I think there's a whole bunch to talk about, but I am super, super happy mm. and uh, 
yeah, this offseason's been good to Chelsea bar and Kunku's injury. Yeah, it seems like it. We're going to get to Chelsea probably at the end. <laughs> right at the end. I'm going, I'm going in season. order of, of the log. So all the, all the teams Descending between, order. All the teams between Spurs and Chelsea, I do apologize. Um, we'd like to talk about you, but yeah, Chelsea spent yeah, There are no today. representatives. Yes. So we're going to talk about the defending champions, Manchester City. They won the treble last year. Um, what would make a successful season, Cyrus, for Man City? What's their benchmark? You know, that's a, a very, very good question. Because I think even without having won the treble last season, how City defines success is primarily winning the Premier League and then trying their damnedest to win the Champions League. Well, they mm. finally won the Champions League last season. And now we don't have to ask that question will they ever they've done it so it's then the question of do they have the hunger to try and retain both trophies and i think that's what's really interesting because when you look at what's happened with city over the last couple of months losing ilka gundan to to mm. Barcelona, you know they've they've they feel like as if they've reached a plateau or not a plateau a peak and that peak mm. has, has finally all the things they've been chasing have have been caught and it's a bit like people ask the question what does Wiley Coyote do after he catches Roadrunner? What does Gargamel do after he finally has a Smurf? Well, go for another one. You know, so it's it's one of those where you're just like, okay, so how do you maintain? How do you um, really keep that hunger going? Especially since it feels like it's now expected. Um, mm. So success would be defined by main, retaining the, the Premier League, at least at the very least, having a pushing whoever eventually wins the championship all the way and then getting deep in the Champions League. Whether they win another cup or, or, or not, I don't think it's immaterial. If if City won the FA Cup and didn't win the league or the Champions League, they'd kind of feel as if it was a bit of a down year for them. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's actually, I think, how I see it. But they've lost Mares Because Gary Neville was speaking earlier the week and he was saying that after they won the treble, they had a down year. So yeah. he's expecting the down year. But I don't think Pep wants a down year. I think the way Pep does it is that the next big and bad thing. Oh, but we'll no also... one wants a down year. Let's... <laughs> Nobody does. Let's be well, honest. I think I mean... Spurs might. But we'll get to them. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is not, but... It's like the, 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 the Premier League draft. It only happens in fantasy football. Somebody needs to tell Spurs that, you know, like Chelsea last season, you think we were trying for a draft pick. Um, yeah, this is not the way to do <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay. Um, the second team, and I'll talk about this team, and I'll just ask guys if they what they think. So <laughs> the team that finished second, that had the worst the ten choke, the final team. game weeks in in history of the Premier League. Um Arsenal. Um, yeah, they choked. That I can give you. And now we've we got a dog. We've got a dog to help the team through when they lose. Win is great. I love win, but yeah, it's whew, yeah, it's rough out there. For me, with everything that they've done this season over the past couple of seasons, you have to win a trophy. I want the Premier League, and based on what's happened over the past five years, that is very tough. But if you can come out with an FA Cup, God, if you come with a Champions League, even a Champions League final or like a semi-final, 
um, without a trophy. It would feel like a trophy. I'm going back to Wenger days, um, but essentially that would be it, right? I want a deep run in the Champions League. Um, I want you to win either Carabao Cup, which nobody cares about, but since they've brought in David Raya, it seems like they actually do. Um, Calm down. Or FA Cup, or <laughs> the big one. But... <laughs> Stop it, AP. It's not Arsenal to lose. <laughs> um, so what do you think, AB, at this point in time, since you say it's Arsenal to lose? Guys, it was Arsenal to lose last year. It's Arsenal to lose this year. No, no. In all seriousness, the Arsenal need to just focus on one thing, and they need to beat Man City twice. If you can beat City twice you have proven to yourself that you can go and win the league. Because out of the six games they lost, they lost to City twice, they lost to United, okay, then they lost to, I don't know, who was it? Everton, Forest, yeah. and some... some it was always some random fodder but, but I think the City losses were so hurtful to that Arsenal team because they lost by like three, four goals or something like that. Um, I think that's what, for me, this Arsenal team is lacking is like... Yes, you want to win the league, and that's all well and good, but you need mm. to beat that team who you want to take it there's, from. There's the, mental, there's the mental side of it, right? There is the mental yeah. side of it, because you're chasing them down, or rather you're in front of them, and they're this boogeyman behind you. And then when they come and they give you an absolutely biggest clap of your life, you're like, okay, maybe we can't beat these guys. And, and to AB's point, that's really important. But I think there's more to it, though, AB. I think... This season, with all the the football Arsenal have to play, they, they have to have their eyes on so many different prizes that beating mm. City in the league is important, but they have to make sure they beat everyone else too. And that yeah. will be the, the, the benchmark. But they can, though. They've proven they can beat United, they can beat Chelsea, they can beat Spurs, they can beat but, Liverpool. So my thing is, my thing is, with all the balls up in the air, um, last year, Mikel dropped everyone trying to chase the Premier League. Now, he's got a bigger squad, and he says he has a bigger squad. So then, in that case, um, you then need to be able to, to not only beat City, but also be competitive. And don't throw away the FA Cup. Don't throw away the Carabao mm. Cup for, for, what, for, for what it's worth. Don't even throw away the Champions League. Or, I don't think we'll get to Europa, but... We have to get out of that group. We have to get out of the Champions League group. But if we had, fall, if we somehow fall into Europa, you have to win Europa. You can't do anything else. Um, and so for me, it's it's just it's it's that it's you need to give the fan base and the management, the the, the Kronkers, some something to hold on to. There needs to be a piece of silverware that's meaningful, not cap, not Community Shield. Something meaningful to show that you can. It's it's either you're a cup coach or you're a league coach, and I think this is the season we find out what Mikel has because um, he now has a squad that any coach in the world can take to a championship. And Paul, using Arsenal's history, you also have a financial coach who will be top four is a must get us deep into competitions because that earns us the most money. So there, there's another kind of coach you left out there, but I do agree with you in the mm. sense that it is a win or bust space yeah. that Arsenal are now in. The outlay that they've made, and as much as Arsenal fans will always rebuff this and say, oh, well, it's not as much as whoever, and, and yes, it is a lot of money, but you can't expect us to do stuff. 
why are you so afraid to say we spent money in order to try and win things? That's what you're yes. basically doing. Yeah. And if so, once you've said that, then look, turn around and say, then we should be doing these things. Because if you've bought the right players, you should be challenging on all mm. fronts. And and at the amounts that have been spent, that's the thing. Um, you also haven't necessarily let go of people either. Um, there's yes, a lot of guys who are supposed to have left who are still hanging around looking at you, Granite Jacker. And um, <laughs> you mean he's you know, gone? He's gone. He's 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 his ghost is still there. <laughs> they need to exercise <laughs> that place. <laughs> okay. Um, I think let's move on to the next team. AB, uh, how you doing? Let me just say one thing. Just, yeah. The one thing about Arsenal, I disagree with everything you said. I think they'll be. <laughs> I think they are struggling to finish top four this season. Last oh. year was the absolute best they could have done. They were the second best team in the league, and I think that next season or the season starting tomorrow, they are do no longer. They no longer. No, the they'll, best team they'll do the, a Spurs. He, he <laughs> no, because that's exactly what Spurs did. Honestly, I don't think. Honestly, Arsenal's still a good squad, yes, but I still don't think that they okay. are going to have as good a season upcoming as what they had previously. The time to do it was last time. Haven't done it. I think Rice is a good acquisition. Havertz doesn't make sense. Raya stinks mm. of political nuances. There's something weird about their loan fee, and then some, mm. something's not for me. And obviously, I hate Arsenal, but I don't think they'll do as well as Dean. It smells like jealousy, but I love it. I love your take. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, I love okay. this take too. Waheed, how are you doing? Waheed. No, Waheed. no, sorry, yeah. Amy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a racism. That's a racism. <laughs> but but we must say we wow. do miss you, Wahid. We do. <laughs> and I'm going to ask about Manchester United, so I have to ask you how you're doing first. Wow. Look, I mean, unlike you guys who had a break, as a United fan, everyone knows that we don't play friendlies. So I didn't have a break. <laughs> uh, and you lost all club. three except for you're, ours. You're a gargantuan club. Exactly, guys. Look, I mean, I'm a little bit worried about this season uh, because Eric has made some some big calls. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he let go Dave. For so you don't a, like Andre Onana for a keeper who's wild. Like, like he's not he's not Edwin Vanessar, right? He is he's he's a loose cannon. He's a maverick. Whether or not that will pay off is is yet to be seen. He's that guy in the club. Who walks in and all the girls go to. Don't you want that? I mean, we have enough footballers who are attracting women. Uh, It's okay. (laughs) I just want someone stable. Okay. I want a chubby guy who's an audit manager who you know is earning decent money. He's not going to cheat on you. Um, He's too lazy to cheat. You had that guy, and you told him, "No, we're 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 fine. We're not interested in your solidity. We're not interested in the fact that you can no, look, save us look, games." Gave what him a contract and then pulled it, and then gave him a new Dude, one, and then pulled it. Yeah, but but he, you know, then then you like pass the ball to Dave, and then he's like looking out. No, okay, anyway, that's the goalkeeper. You basically watched the movie Staying Alive, and you wanted John Travolta. Because you know, you wanted yeah. somebody who was good with his feet. You didn't care what he did with the rest of himself, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's gonna be a fun. I but, mean, I, I like what we've done in the transfer market from mm-hmm. the sense that we are letting go of Deadwood. It's about time. Um, you know, guys like Alex Taylor's buy is apparently out the way of mm-hmm. going going soon. Harry Maguire's 
almost gone. Um, that Eric is doing well there. He's obviously overpaying, like every Man United manager will. It is what it is. Like nothing's new under the sun. But for me, what success looks like as a as a United fan, I think top four is a success again. Uh, United. It's been way too long since United have gone back to back top fours. And given the strength of United, I mean City and Arsenal, even Liverpool, I believe, are strong now. They've spent some money. Ooh, I have a take um, on that team. Yeah, look, I, I think for me, top four and trying to challenge in a cup is good because, and I say that because we're all in the same cup competitions as City. Like, mm. you can't just, yeah. like, say, oh, no, I want to go win the FA Cup. We tried. We went to the FA Cup final. We played really well against City. But they, they beat us in the first 10 seconds. And it's done. Like... It's everything is cities to lose right now. So I just want us to be there. Like, you know, I don't want us to get knocked out of the Carabao early or the FA Cup early. I don't want us to be relegated to Europa or even not even in. I'd rather us not even be in Europa. And then at least we can focus on one competition mm. just to secure it for next year. So that, that's all I want. I know we're spending mad money, but we're also trying to comply with fair play. So it's okay. Uh, Rasmus Hoyland. Seven goals last season, nine? or nine goals last season, nine? 75 million pounds. Yeah. How do you feel? I'm excited about him. I'm, I'm, he's a 21 year old, that's all I care about. Like, he's young, it's the first time we're okay. <laughs> Don't say that's all you care about. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I care about, guys. Yeah. What, what more? Young boys, <laughs> <laughs> young boys burn, but yeah. young boys burn. That, that, that's all I care about. Like, I mean, Ten Hog. This this could be Ten Hag's Harry Maguire signing. Like Ole signed Harry Maguire, paid all that money for him, and you know. Look, United have signed some Jimba Jimbas in the past. Mm. Um, yeah, we signed a homeless guy, guys. This is yeah, you did. You yeah, actually yeah. did. Uh, uh, yo, that's uh, yeah, um, yeah. That, let the record state: AB has told the truth. <laughs> AB has told the truth, and not just for peanuts either. Like some real money pounds. was spent, but Eight but AB, I want to I want to ask this question because mm. I think that as much as as you seem to be the sort of on the voice of reason side of Man United, which is not often the the take mm -hmm. that we get mm -hmm. to hear, the uh, the rest of the fanboys look at 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 this and say, surely we need to be flying higher than just top four you know there needs to be an expectation that we're pushing the the big fellas all the way because you are a big fellas gargantuan club tm mm. but i i mean is is there more to it than just that than just saying we just want to be part of the party we're happy to be here i mean no, do the signings say that do the signings say this is i mean when i look at the the spend it's not like united have just spent you know little bits of money you know, and this is over the last couple of years. I'm looking at the Sanchos, the Antonis, um, you know, the Casemiros. Yes, he came on on, on a huge transfer. <laughs> no, he, but but yes, he. Yeah. All of the, the outlay. Surely, it it has to be more than just myself and Dean saying, "Oh, we're top four. That's going to be great for us." Yes, uh, we'll get to Chelsea later. I must say, Surely top four. That'll be great for us. It's chasing Manchester City. It's. No, you can't. This, this, no, this, if you if you're Arsenal, yes, this this team is 14 points behind Man City last season. That that's, we were that's... 30 plus points by Man City the season before this, the last one. Yeah, but I mean, like, I still don't believe United are one of the top three biggest clubs in England. 
in the sense of what, what do you need? Like like ability, performance, consistency. I think I think that's what United lack right now is this consistency. Like I, I still think Liverpool, even though yes, they had a really bad season, they still pulled it back. They were four points away from Champions League. Mm. Um, I think Liverpool have better individual players than United. Liverpool have United don't have a 30 goal a season player. We don't. Um, well, you could have paid a hundred um, million pounds and you could have gotten yeah. him. Yeah, but he doesn't he's going to leave. Germany. Ha- Unless he says no. Well, we, we don't <laughs> know. Going right? to Germany. <laughs> but I, I still think he's he's staying and Dean's not getting his McLaren. But I, I yeah, I just don't think United are a big club anymore. And I think maybe the fan base is deluded. Or maybe I'm deluded. One of us is definitely deluded, though. I just think that, that there's a lot broken in United from ownership all the way down to how we recruit players, to how we sign players. So, so I've got a question for you. So so when do we see the green and yellow scarves? Is it first day of the season? Is it like three or four games in? It's a good question because the Glazers have meant, meant to have sold, right? I think maybe mm. after the Mason Greenwood decision, when is that, that happening? I don't know. Well, it has to happen before the season, right? Which is yeah. Monday for us. Like, we're not even such... We, that's how small of a team we are. We're playing on Monday, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. You own Monday. It's you not own Monday. Yeah. You own Monday. It's yes. like Monday's your... going to have anything else to tune on. You, know, you can't so... be saying that. It's not like you were relegated there. Monday's a good day to have all the attention on you. So, AB, quick mm. one. The Arsenal story of last year does not inspire you as Manchester United as a bigger club than Arsenal to yeah. say we can do what they've done and be even better because we've got all of these 19 trophies behind us in this history. Mm-mm. Does it not like say, but why yeah. can't we be as good it's as too soon under Eric, right? He's had one year. Um, Mikel last year was managed for what, three years? Year before. Three, yes. Yeah, in two years' time I'll have a different feeling as long okay. as Eric stays. But Flip, guys. I don't know if he's gonna like. So it's this is a four. big, this is a big season for him because he's he's made big calls, he spent a lot of money. If we are struggling by Christmas, I'm worried for Eric Ten Hag. Okay, but we'll see. The biggest, the biggest, if in United season, and this is where it all hangs for me, is whether Mount can play or whether Mount can't play. Yeah. If Mount starts playing well in that midfield three of Casemiro, him and Bruno. I think they'll fire. If he starts doing what he's done in preseason so far and scuffing shots when it's open goal, United are going to have the same season. That's okay. in, in, in Mount's defense, that pass was behind him. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't play for your club anymore, Cyrus. You don't have to. Do you want to take anything. him back, Cyrus? I, I think there might be refunds. Yeah, we'll use that 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 money to keep us warm. We'll burn it on the on the fines that we're going to get. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. I just want to go to Spurs, and then we'll go to Chelsea, and then we'll talk about Newcastle and Liverpool after this. Um, Dean, it's been a weird summer for you. Your coach is Australian. Um, we don't know him. Um, Harry Kane is going to be proving that he actually doesn't Sorry. have... Before you even ask a question, is that the chant? Your coach is Australian. <laughs> <laughs> He I was think it's national the other Australia one. coach. So let's just put some respect on his name. <laughs> it's actually the other one. It's who the F are you? Uh, but anyway. Um, no, you can't do that because they sang that to Wenger and then he showed them. So uh, I think that's what yeah. Dean's trying to do. And that's my question, right? Is this uh, reverse Wenger? And what are we expecting from this season? 
I mean, obviously, I'm always going to be optimistic. But for me, the one thing that is very clear is that we have passed our punching above the weight coaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Mourinho's and Conte's are no longer what we were looking for. We got and Foster Coglu. Got to this point. Yeah. So, so I had to... That- I had to go on YouTube just to hear someone say his name, just so I knew how to pronounce my new coach's name. Like it was Foster wild, Cogner. but at the same time, I think there's a lot of Spurs fans that are actually more sort of excited for this season than they have been for the past five. The brand of football that Andy Postecoglou plays is very similar to what a city plays um, because he was part of the city group. He coached the team in Melbourne that was part of the city group. Pip had a bit of a mentorship with him. So the way that he plays is a lot more sort of reminiscent of what they do. And I'm not trying to say that Spurs are going to be City, but it's an exciting type of football instead of a defensive type of football mm. that we've seen for the last few, four years. So in terms of expectations, I think there's been a lot of sort of Spurs fans that are like, well, we're not going to win a trophy anyway. At least let's look kind of positive. If we're not going to win, like if we're going to lose anyway, let's just try and look sexy. Do it in do style. It. Exactly. It in style. So I think that's the sort of feeling we're going in. Like no one's expecting too much, and maybe that's why it's so positive. Mm-hmm. I do think the summer though has been fairly positive. Well, like, fairly good for us, to be honest. Like signing James Madison, really good uh, signing for us. I think it's a replacement for Ericsson that we've been waiting for six, seven years almost that we've now finally signed. Still centre-backs is where we need, but we signed Mickey van der Ven, young 22-year-old. He looks really quick. He looks solid. I can't say I watched a lot of Wolfsburg, but from what, I, what I've heard, he's pretty good. Um, and Manuel Solomon, there's a couple other guys in there. Destiny Adurji is going to light this league up. None of you guys are ready. Okay. Um, so I'm positive. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> but uh, look, like, let's just adri- I'll address t- it. Like- tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> Is Destiny our destiny? Destiny is first choice. Destiny is first choice. Yeah. Okay, that's for FPL. FPL, Destiny is first choice. And Emerson Royale is also first choice. Pedro Parra is not going to start either. So, um, big thing that we're going to wait to see this season is whether obviously Kane stays or goes. If Kane stays, top four, I think, for us. Fourth, Mm. honestly. If he leaves, that's, that's shock. That's what this look is. <laughs> no, I, and I honestly do because I think wow the, the, the and I know none of you guys believe it, and that's why like I'm quite chilled with being under the radar. Like no it's, one expects it to first, but it's fine. Like the type it's of football being we play under the radar. It is. It's the fact that you guys are going to lose the first four games of the season, and no, just because guys are going to have to get agree. through, so you, your team is going to get total football Tottenham right because. The way I see Ange Ball is attack, attack, attack. It's Paul Dolazar, um, if you know South African football. Wow. Attack, attack, attack. It's all you will do. And I think you like it as Spurs fans because you haven't had a coach who's ever done, who's done that in the past three. No. Right? Yeah. The issue is that defense. And I think you need a, a window to upgrade that defense from getting guys from YouTube <laughs> to actually getting proper defenders. <laughs> But because, and I hear what you're saying, and I think Spurs are one one more centre back that we need. And I uh, am Eric Dyer, Harry not, Maguire. No, we need. No, I'm saying Eric Dyer. No, Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer can't play the system. 
Eric Dyer's not in there. So it's Christian Romero and Mickey van der Ven will be the starting centre-backs. Davies will come in mm-hmm. as sort of touch base for van der Ven. But then Laporte is who we need. That's who I, we need to go after Laporte. I back. agree with you there. I disagree with some of the other statements, but I think I, I, I Everything Laporte Everything else I be... said was facts. You can't disagree with <laughs> um, But Okay, let's, let's, let's go through it. For. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to, to see a world in which that level of, of competitiveness in Spurs is a reality. But the reality of last season that hasn't necessarily been fixed is everything to do with your defense, specifically around Hugo Lloris as your goalkeeper who's still sitting there waiting to find out what's going to happen with him. Your no, central he defense... He's not going to start. He's gone. No, he's already, so, already so, told him, you're gone. But who replaces him? Vicario. I'm, 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 and, and, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, why? Like, who is this guy? Right, this is mm. YouTube FC again. You know, no, he's the youngest, the youngest up and coming goalkeeper in Italy. You guys need okay. to do your Serie A research. No, no, no. I, I have actually <laughs> seen him. I'm talking about him in terms of performance. You can't be, mm. you can't be aiming for top four and then saying YouTube are our keeper. That's never a good combination. Or our centre back. Exactly, and and this is where there's a lot of 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 things that need to just fall into place for Spurs in order for that to happen. Hoybier Hoy, um, was central to what was happening um, at Spurs last season. So mm-hmm. what does your team look like now? Who's in that engine room, engine room to give you the faith that you are Basuma. definitely going to be pushing? The Basuma that we saw last season. Basuma, Basuma barely played last season. So he has a starting yeah, four. We've that's... got Bakaria at back. We've got uh-huh. Emerson Royal, Christian Romero, Mickey van der Ven, and Estenia Adoji. you got... Basuma playing at that number six. You got Madison on at eight. You got Bentancur on the other side, and then you got Kane Kulusevski son. Boom. So Paul you still Richardson, have to deal with Lacelso and Dombele. And Dombele is leaving. What? What about he, Pedro Porro? You just signed him. He doesn't. He's Pedro Porro. Will, he's a good player, but he's he doesn't. He can't defend as strong as what we need him to. And in this system, you need one fullback that's going to invert. And yeah. for me, it's Destiny. It's not Pedro Porro. Okay. I'm giving you guys all the FPL insights as well. So, it's you. Just... <laughs> so, Dean, at the end of the season, if you don't make top four, you will be disappointed. If we don't make top four or at least challenge for top four, I will be disappointed. What does challenging for top four look like? You can challenge for top four and finish 13th like Chelsea. No, no. If we no, no, we stopped challenging are... for top four <laughs> way before that, but we like... need to be sixth or fifth with so European a mind and a half to go. Yeah, we so, have yeah, to finish European, European places at a minimum. Okay, cool. Cyrus, yes, Chelsea, talk to me. I wanted to do Chelsea last, but we'll talk about Liverpool and Newcastle after this, right? You spent so much, I think it's close yes. to a billion now, it's like unbelievable. So many young kids we have never seen. And I don't even think they have YouTube accounts for them. Um, I like Axel Disassi. I really (laughs) like Axel Disassi. But the thing with Chelsea, but it's weird because under... Like, I didn't know what... I've never known what Chelsea starting 11 was over the past couple of seasons, but I always know Mm -hmm. that it was very strong. I don't even know the 11 that's going to start on Sunday, and I'm very worried. Are you worried like the rest of us? 
Um, no, not at all, actually. And and I'll be totally honest with you. At, initially, I was, and the whole thing around the midfield stuff, and we'll get to that just now. But the reality is, when I watched this team in preseason, I've never given preseason pre much um, in terms of how much sway it will have. But jeepers, this preseason changed a lot for me because the last five years of Chelsea football have been sideways passes, passes back to the keeper and no forward progression and hoping that somebody runs. Uh, oh my goodness. Jorginho <laughs> at the heart of it all. Pochettino has already changed that completely. Mm. Much to, to, to the kind of football that Spurs used to play underneath him. Um, and potentially with better pieces in that system than Spurs had at the time. Um, obviously without the Harry Kane and and Min Son and Delhi Ali, but I'm looking at at the and that's the fulcrum of what your your attack mm. was at that stage, but looking at who Chelsea have in the team right now, there's a heck of a lot of change. But you've also got a Levi Colwell who played quite a lot at Brighton last season, so he's got Premier League experience. He's mm. going to be integral. Um, Chelsea's new captain and Reese James, we know who he is, we know what he can do. He's going to be important. Ben Chilwell is the left back. You know that he's going to be uh, an integral part of this team. So that already, and Thiago Silva. So if you're looking mm. at it, your back four, that's potentially it. 40 year old Thiago Silva. Yeah. But let me tell you something. That's why you then have the other guys who are behind him, the Desassis, the what have mm. you. If you can get a great first game out of Thiago Silva against Liverpool, you don't have to ride him as hard you know, in the other games from there. So mm. I'm not too worried about him being the only centre back. Kepa, whether he stays or goes with all of this interest from other clubs is really crazy, but he's at least the goalkeeper we've seen. We know what he is and who he is. So it it, it is what it is. It's the Hugo Lloris. Yes, good shot stopper. What the heck is happening with the rest of his game? Blah, 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 blah. It's then as we start to move forward where things start to get really interesting because Enzo Fernandez will need somebody to really assist him to be a lot freer to play the kind of football that he needs mm. to in order to be as, as, as expansive. Hence the Caicedo talks. And also why they've just looked at, I think, um, um, what's his name? Taylor um, from, yeah. from Leeds. Yeah, Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams. Yeah, Tyler Adams from Leeds. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much done. I think he's he's going to be a great stopper in that space. So allowing somebody like Enzo Fernandez to go forward, even if we play Conor Gallagher there right now, it's at least another body who can. It. I don't. There's a lot of stuff happening at Chelsea. I don't quite get why they're selling everybody, but I realize as well that you'll get the the most mm. money for the English talent, except for Callum Hudson Odoi, who apparently can go for four million and nobody's interested. Um, <laughs> but it's the stuff going forward that I really am most excited for, because the Nkunku injury is a massive blow. Yeah. But as much as I I ripped uh, Dean for for Mickey Van Der Ven. Nicholas Jackson is going to be. <laughs> you, you, know, you, you can't come at me for Mickey Van der Ven and then say. No, no, I can't. I can't. Until I actually started. So, Villarreal and man have. The, if you so, don't have Nicholas Jackson in your FPL, you are literally doing wait, something. So you guys overlooked Samuel Chukweze and you went for Nicholas so, Jackson. So I'll, I'll tell you what's really interesting because Chukweza as a as he's a winger. Chukweza is a yes. winger. Nicholas Jackson has a lot more about him, and and this might be I've found this comparison to be pretty accurate with him. He plays like a young Obama Young. Mm. 
on the shoulder of the defense, mm-hmm. being able to get in behind with a heck of a lot of pace, very strong on the ball, has an eye for a pass. There's a lot that this kid has that will make him a superstar if everything works in the way that, that I expect it to. Um, and his link-up play with the likes of of, of um, Nkunku and Mudrik, for instance, will be really central. You'll be very surprised by what you see by, from Nicholas Jackson this season. Okay. Um, no, Paul, you've been warned. So I agree with everything you're saying. My only thing is, and I think that Nkunku in the 10 and Jackson in the 9 in preseason was looking unreal. And I do yeah. think some of Jackson's threat is now sort of diminished because Nkunku's not cannot Mudrik so, Can Mudrik not go into that role? So, no, you not don't even want 10, Not even... I would still... So even at, at that 10... Let's say you don't play Conor Gallagher as as your your six. He can play as a ten, um, mm. not at the level that Nkunku would have given you. But there's also Connie Chukwemeka, who's also played there before. And that's and, who and, they're saying they're going to play as ten. And, and I yeah. think he's 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 got a really really good ability on the ball. Um, it's what happens around them. The Noni Maduwekes, the Mikhailo Mudriks, the I'm going to spit when I say his name, the Raheem Sterlings. Um, <laughs> cheapers. The Cyrus. one thing is about your seasons are, and obviously, I don't like Poch anymore. But Poch is not afraid to play youth, no, and no, I think that's way. exactly what Chelsea have in abundance. Chelsea so exactly that, Levi Cowell is going to have plenty of game time yeah. in that Chelsea in that Chelsea yeah. lineup. He's going to so, get the best Cyrus. of the group. He's going to yeah. get the best of a lot of guys. So there's a I, lot to I look agree with to. you. So answer the question: What does a good season look like? It. Yeah. Look, top four is the bare minimum as in terms of huge success. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea could potentially be one of the teams that that go fairly deep in the cups. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a um, a fairly long Carabao Cup um, run, depending on who they draw. Our cup draws last season were horrendous. I think we drew City twice in Carabao mm-hmm. and in FA Cup. And once you do that, I mean, it's game over, right? Yeah. So. I think that depending on the draws, I think you'll see Chelsea go on on fairly extensive um, cup runs. Okay. Obviously, we don't have European football to look for, and and I think that's what will the reason why I think Chelsea will will be targeting top four and potentially even trying to be third in the league is the lack of European football, the ability mm-hmm. to get the most out of these young players and some and relatively unknown players as well. There's not a lot of pressure on these guys; they just have to be better than last season. And when you look at it in that space. Who, who can go wrong? If they do sign Caicedo, that changes a heck of a lot of what the expectations around Chelsea are because I think he frees up um, Enzo Fernandez to be the player that you'd expect. But I would, like I said, I'm not, I'm not averse to the Tyler Adams who can be there, tackle people. Both Caicedo and Tyler Adams are going to get cards. If you want to place bets on people getting cards this season, these guys are picking them up left, right, yeah. and center. Um, but okay. also another player to look out for is is Amanda Broya, who is still working his way back from from injury, and I think he'll get some game time as well. Okay. And Lukaku is just gonna sit go into the sunset. No, he's he's so there's a few players who they're already on the, like the plane is fully fully fueled. They are on their way out. Lukaku, Ziyech. Callum Hudson and Dwayne. Within the next day or two, I expect to see a lot of those guys. Someone even. has to buy them, though. Mm. That's the problem. Well, yes, Ajax <laughs> I, I have already said they they have him back, so it might be cut price deals for some of them. Mm. Uh, Ziyech 
might end up going to Saudi anyway because they might say, okay, fine, we won't take the fee that we're expecting or we'll take the, um, we've got to put certain yeah. um, agreements into the contract. Um, Callum, Callum is, is probably on his way out and then there's going to be a lot of loans for youngsters. But the Lukaku deal is the one that's really a sticker yeah. because I think more than anything, as, the, as Lukaku's mouth has managed to cause him more issues, the options that he had as his first and choice, uh, first choice options in Juve, Inter, are sw- swiftly diminishing and the likelihood is that he'll probably say, okay, fine, let me go to Saudi for a year, or whatever that okay. case the case may be. But yeah, he's he's gone. Yeah, well, the Saudi options always open for guys who you can't get off, and like Cedric Suarez. Yeah, you're probably playing for Al Nasri very soon. Um, let's talk Liverpool, um, and then we'll just touch on Newcastle. Then we'll just go to predictions. For me, with Liverpool, it's that midfield. Yep, that front line looks amazing. That defense. But you can, it looks like you, you can, can make it work. It's that midfield. I know Thiago's injured. I know um, Basetic, who was the youngster, is injured. They signed, uh, uh, I'm going to call it's him Strabo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. And uh, Soboslai, whatever his name is, who is pretty good. McAllister's there. Um, but it's still, I don't, I, I, I don't have a lot of confidence, right? And I'm going to go to AB with this one. What Does Liverpool, is it just get back into the top three, try chase Man City again? Or is it, let's maybe try, you know, top four still fine, just make sure you're still in Europe and know. get back I, into the Champions I, I think Liverpool are a weird team. I think they can, they can get back into the top four very easily and start challenging. They had a shock over the start last season, right? But they're a confidence team. So once Mo and Darwin and Cody Gakpo, okay, Gakpo joined mid-season. Once they start gelling, right, um, they, they they won't stop. You can score two goals against Liverpool, they'll come back and put five past you. Trust me, I know. I know really well how, <laughs> how Liverpool do. Like, um, so I, I, I wouldn't sleep on Liverpool, hey? Um, okay. I think they could be a dark horse this season. Especially just I given need one more midfielder. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's the but that's the thing. Try, well, look, here's the thing, right? They're doing the Arsene Wenger thing, right? It's mm. Southampton won 50 million. They're like, okay, we'll give you 48. Mm. You know, and like, just pay. You just know, pay everyone's paid, right? Arsenal paid, Manchester United paid, Spurs haven't paid, um, Chelsea yeah, have been paid. <laughs> so just yeah. pay. You know, and and I think if they get Lavia then they can say that they can challenge because they'll wait for Thiago to get better. Um, Basetic is a great midfielder. And then you get a, a Liverpool that can recreate the Liverpool of old and now Trent's going to move into midfield. So, you know, they, they are trying things. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, is the Jurgen Klopp method and message to those players who are still there still relevant? Because... It is Gengen Press. It is high intensity. It is what it is. And someone actually said the other day that Liverpool doesn't have a midfield. Liverpool have guys who just transition the ball in between. They they don't they don't move the ball side to side like Cyrus complains about. They literally are just like, okay, defense through. Here you go, offense. Go go do your thing, forwards. So don't waste they, time in the middle. Are, yes. Yeah. yeah. And they for me are a dark horse, but without that like six slash eight, who's going to move it around? And be able yeah. to direct the traffic mm-hmm. to the to Mo or da- Cody or Darwin, um, you know, just like Henderson did and Thiago's done. 
Um, yeah, it's for me, it, it lives on that. But I think if you're a Liverpool fan and you don't come out with Champions League football next season, mm-hmm. um, it's an issue. But I do think they can make a run in Europa. And for me, that's something that if I was a Liverpool fan, I'd say, actually, go get me that trophy. You Focus know, on it, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, another team, Newcastle, they didn't do what we expected them to do. Like, you know, Man City went for the big-name players and they threw money. They went for guys, not necessarily YouTube FC, but it, it seemed quite, you know, reasonable. Harvey Barnes. It's a huge signing, player, but it's... If, if Tonali is at Liverpool, like, they are, they are top three. Yeah. So, <laughs> with that, what is Newcastle's expectation? Maintain top four. Mm, that, that would be success right there. Yeah, they have to. Get and, out and of also, the Champions League group stages. That's the other thing. The, the earnings in the Champions League are as important as trying to win the trophy. And I think that Newcastle will have their um, struggles this season because they don't necessarily have a massive squad. Um, mm-hmm. But they are a lot better in key areas. Tonali and, and Guimaraes is going to be a fantastic oh. combination. Um but I also feel as if we're, we're forgetting that guys like um, Gordon... Um, Anthony Gordon. He didn't play a yeah, lot. Yeah, Anthony Gordon. Exactly. They'll, they'll be like new signings for them. And if they can get Callum Wilson to stay fit, he's mm. a superb player, an absolutely superb player. Um, in fact, even Alexander Isak just came into the league last season. They managed to get mm. something out of Miguel Almiron. I mean jeepers if ever there was like the zama zamas there in newcastle suddenly found a seam of gold <laughs> in Almoron, and they're just uh, digging you know, in places you wouldn't expect but, and but joe linton as a defensive midfielder unbelievable um i think that newcastle will do fairly well and getting to top four again would be superb for them i think what they would love is to challenge for a trophy Maybe not the league, but FA Cup final would be incredible for that 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 mm. team and for the entire city of Newcastle. I, I just want to take a step back to the Liverpool thing because I don't know if we've made enough of enough noise about them, and and I think that it's really critical. They like Spurs and Chelsea had bad seasons last season. Liverpool were horrendous for portions of the season, found their stride and were pushing. This season, Cody Gakpo and Darwin Nunez have no excuses for the level of poor performances that we saw from them at times. And I have, and this is my FPL brain working here, I think Darwin Nunez is going to weigh in with a lot more goals this season than last season. It's easy to laugh at people the first time. We're, uh, we're going to be laughing on the other side of our faces um, come the end of the mm. season. I have a feeling that they're going to do something and will potentially be second or third next season. Okay. Okay, guys, we've on reached Newcastle, that time. Quickly, mm-hmm. on Newcastle, for me, flop of the season. Six, at best, honestly. Well, I don't okay. think the hangover, the, the well, we're already happen. getting there. Okay, okay but, but let's I, go. See, just on the thing, I think Sandro Tonali is going to, he's a great player, but I don't That's think he's going to, I don't think he's going to work at Newcastle. I think he's, he didn't really want to go. You could, there was all those stories mm. and things like that. I just, Swapping Milan for Newcastle, yes. The, the Lukaku to Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, you know. It gives me that sort okay. of feeling. I just don't think it's going to work that well. That's they'll do the well, vibe. but I don't think they'll be as great. Okay. So we're going to go around the screen. I'm going to give a category quickly. 
who you think is going to be, whatever it is. Rapid, rapid fire. Rapid fire, yes. Okay, champion. Cyrus, who's your champion? Man you City. You the champion. Yeah, <laughs> although, although, no. okay, I say Man City. Head says Man City. Heart I'm going to say something. Oh, Hart says Chelsea all the way. Um, there's, I've got a sneaking suspicion we're going to see somebody insane challenge for the championship this season. Luton Town. Angeball. <laughs> Sheffield United. Liverpool. Ooh. Sarah said it here. Sarah said it here. We recorded it. LeBron James Osaka. AB. Oh, shit. I need to change that. Who's your uh, champion pick? Champion City. No question about it. Okay. Second is D? tough, though. I don't know. Yeah, it's City all the way. They're not going to... Okay, I'm going with my heart all the way. I have to. It has to be Arsenal. There's no way we got that close. And then, yeah. People have come close before and fallen off. Uh, To the City (laughs) thing, and this was something I I wish I'd said in that that first Mm -hmm. portion. KDB is the be-all and end-all of anything good that that happens with City. And he's not in a good place, guys. Yeah, that's why... Um, I I I take Liverpool. I but like yeah, that's why I'm putting my my team up there. What I saw on Sunday, yeah. Oh, and then, no, not preseason. No, preseason. when he when he yeah when he came on, you know, Kevin De Bruyne is Kevin De Bruyne, but yeah, it's the other mm. other guys. Mm. Okay, so you've said the champion, but who are the other top four teams? So Cyrus, who's gonna fill out your top four? Okay, I haven't thought about it much, but here's my top four. It will be City, Arsenal, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Leaving out United and Spurs. AB, how's your top four look like? Uh, I'm not sure about the order, but Arsenal will be there. I think United will be there. And I think Liverpool will get there over Chelsea in fifth. Dean? Shame. Sorry, Dean. City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs. Ah, bring in North London, boy. Bring in North London. Uh, mine is Arsenal, City, United, and Liverpool. I think Chelsea and Liverpool are going to be fighting for that. Um, and it starts on Sunday. So, yeah, that game's really important, by the way. Um, okay. And then your surprise team, a team that could do a Newcastle or a Brighton like they did the previous team. What team are we looking at to surprise us? I think us we must all be looking at the same team here, right? What Aston Villa. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> they are making so many good moves. Aston Maybe, Villa. do you have a surprise team? I think, I think they'll avoid relegation and credit to them with new manager, uh, Walden Spurs. Yeah, surprise of the season. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have no idea, guys. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I think Newcastle will not have that big of a hangover. I think they'll be top six. So okay. I think for me, that's surprising. Dean? Yeah, I suppose. I, I like the way that... No Angeball, all the way. I'm backing it. But I also, and- just from the guys that are coming up, I'm quite interested to see how Burnley play. Just to see... Yes, they, what- they're my, they were my yeah. other side. Yeah. Um, for surprise the guys I'm interested I think, to see what comes I think- like that Sunderbird signing, I was sitting there going, oh my word, you guys are insane. Okay, last one to go, relegation. Who are the three teams going to be relegated? Mm-hmm. I'll start. Wolves, Sheffield, 
and Luton. You yeah. cannot fire a manager the week before the season yeah. starts and think it's fine. And then Sheffield's just giving Sander Burge to Burnley? Like, yeah. what the hell? But I think they just want the Premier League money and to go through the season with a little bit with the least amount of cost as possible. But that's me. Um, Cyrus, you're three going down. I think I agree with you totally. I think Wolves are, have they've packed their bags. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's the load shedding. That's dreaded load shedding. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Wolves are definitely down. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say Luton. I think Luton are just too small a club. You know who'll be pushing Sheffield United all the way will be Nottingham Forest. Do they still yeah. have all the players they signed last season? They do. <laughs> they do. Because, I, I mean, like everybody talked about Chelsea last season. Like, oh my God, how many players do you have? But I haven't seen a single Forest player leaving. And I think they've signed players. More. They've signed yeah. Matt yeah. Turner. They signed They've signed... Oh. They've, they just keep signing. But mm. weren't a lot of them on like one-year contracts? Like IU and stuff? They may uh, have, uh, but... Don't know. Yeah, Can't that was their problem last season. Just yeah. Just too many guys. Mm. AB, who's going down? Uh, uh, yeah, Wolves, Luton, but I'm coming in with the controversial one. I just feel like they are so uninspiring. He's going to say um, where's that? No, 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 Everton, 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 Everton. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. No one knows what they're doing. But this is why they'll stay up because the other teams. I think they are the best of the rest, as opposed to being good enough. Um, Because Mm. they are, they are a, they're a terrible team. There's not enough players there. Goodness, guys, sorry, you got to go to the the Nottingham Forest um, on the Premier League. website go and check out for a squad under defenders they've got 13 guys okay it might be more there's 4 8 12 14 including Jeez. ola aina who they just signed um midfielders pretty much yeah what's that 10 midfielders and forwards there's <laughs> seven and, and none of them is priced less than four mil which is nonsense yeah. right? For yeah, it's so, unbelievable. Um, yeah. Um yeah. Dean, who's going yeah. down for you? Uh yeah, I think for me it was always Luton and Sheffield, but then I think there is gonna be a bit of a battle for that eighteenth place. And for mm. me, it was West Ham, but I think mm. now with the James Ward Price signing and Harry Maguire, I think they might be yeah, okay. They'll be They'll be better. I think they'll be okay. Wolves are definitely there, if not there already. Bournemouth is another one which I'm a mm. little bit touch and go because uh Clifford's because the they Clifford's, beat you. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the Clifford <laughs> signing's not a bad signing. And I see they just signed Alex Scott, which he he's a really good uh, midfielder from Bristol River. So YouTube might be there. Yeah. He's a Spurs fan, so that's fine though. Um but yeah, I do think that that three feels like the most sort of Solidified. I honestly think there'll be like eight teams come like April yeah. who could go down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's going to be, be close, like, like last season relegation, I think. Relegation yeah. And wild. David Moyes, please do not sell Lucas Paqueta. Please fight for not sell Paqueta. You are going to go down. He's going to sell him for McTominay. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Or, and probably sign Harry Wilson from Fulham. 
Fulham is another know? interesting surprise package team as well. They guys, if if Raul Jimenez just sorts his head out, Fulham have got a world class striker. Like I yeah. love Raul yeah. Jimenez, but yeah, obviously like, the head injury. Yes, it's, it's going to be quite. Yeah. Okay, gents. That is it. Um, can can, Cyrus, I, can I end with Can I end with a hot take? Can we do hot yes. takes of the season? Okay. What's your hot um, take? United fans are going to turn on Andre Onana faster yeah. than you can expect, oh, dude. And and, yeah. and, and by like think, December, they're yeah. going to be like, yeah. get this guy. We have turned on him. Follow Onana <laughs> out of context on on X. They've turned on. Him. That's that's just that's just a small fraction of your 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 fan base. Guys, because in fact, here's another the hot take about African players at Manchester United. There's, yeah. there's something there, like, but it's, but it's, it's not that he is. They, we mentioned it about De Gea. You've gone from stability to chaos, and you don't even realize it. And and I think there's going to be a battle between who's a worse signing for United, Mount. Or Onana in terms of the actual discussions. I think Mount's mm-hmm. going to be fine. But I think Andre Onana is going to be at fault for a couple of goals and it's going to be a killer. Mm. It's going to be bad. Okay. When, it, when will... it gets bad. Because you will make a mistake. He has to. He got no. tripped on the weekend from halfway line. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he was, he was um, taking a stroll. Yes. What when that happens, they will, they will eat him. I know he's going to be eaten alive. Yeah. And we will see it. And we're going to talk about it. We will be there. Put him on Fraud Watch already. Who knows? <laughs> That's what it is. Fraud Watch is like four weeks into the season, surely. Anthony is on Fraud Watch. Yeah. That's how it's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Guys, that's fair. But we're going to see Jaden Sancho as a false nine. So that's going to oh. be fun. Because <laughs> our 21 year old young striker has back at, problems. At, ah, at, at, least, at least Rashford's going to be there to bang in all those goals again. You or know. make sandwiches, yeah. whichever one he feels like. Yeah. Okay, guys, let's close it out. Thank you very much for joining. And we'll be back next week. We're going to do a date night drip episode hopefully next week, but we'll we'll talk about it. But Cyrus, good luck for the weekend. You've got a, I don't know how you ended up with Liverpool on the first week, on the first Sunday of the weekend. Um, they should have given you some fodder like a West Ham or Premier something. League, Premier but League need to keep the eyeballs on, on, on their teams. So, yeah. Yeah. And to those who are playing on Monday, wish you all the best. Uh, Yeah, we'll be back next week. And yeah, have a good time. Good night. And les sale kakajiso.